part, you never want none. none. The beef starts, beef starts, and run them out. Run. I don't get out with bitches and the crooked shady bitches that want to give you the stitches. Some general comment on degeneracy. In my sort of samplings around who else is doing podcasts in my home state. Not that far off from what we're doing, really. And and take this in measure. Turn on a microphone with your friends. You have some fun. You have some laughs. If nothing else, you have a document. I'm not shitting on anybody for doing a podcast. But I've got, I've got an issue with people who either in the title of their shows or in their about for the host use that word degenerate. Because... Here at BGS, we, we work hard to, to earn that title. And, and we don't label ourselves. We live it. I tell you what, what I mean, seriously, degenerate? Because you drank a beer once? Come down. I, I throw down the Breakup Gaming Society gauntlet to anybody who has that descriptor. And there, can you come down and you do a session or two with us. Especially now since since we're doing double headers. And and you'll you'll find out what it feels like to be a degenerate. And in the morning, and it'll be very late in the morning, when you're quaking with shame and seeing spiders at every corner of your vision, we'll be up and just doing shit. Fuck out of here with degenerate. This is Breakup Gaming Society. I am your host. I'm going back to uh, the title I adopted for the first one. That's um, Inquisitor Cinnamon Apple Cheese Dick at Your Service. This is the Breakup Gaming Society podcast, home of America's least responsible board gaming group. Although, again, owing to uh, adverse weather, distance, and the fact that Colorado ICUs are packed with uh, what some people say is a pretend virus. Um, I'm, I'm holding it down myself. Although, track of the week is going to um, feature the return of an old friend. But th- this is a pretty basic podcast in terms of structure and running time. We're going to do uh, a drink of the week, what I'm drinking. A game of the week, uh, being that Nobody can be here to play a game with us live. Uh, I'm going to uh, do a deep dive on an old game I used to love and and hope it holds your attention. And three, track of the week, where a voice you might recognize is going to pop crackling through my speakerphone because that's as technical as I get. So um, thank you. Degenerates are real and otherwise. We'll be back in a second with drink of the week. Drink of the Week. So a little backstory for Drink of the Week, just in case you think that we're sponsored by these people or or I'm jocking them because I have nothing better to do, but I really just do love the drink. It's 17 degrees or going on 17 degrees here tonight. There's nowhere to go and nothing to do. And I, I wanted to do an episode, so I looked in the liquor cabinet and there were one... Uh, Dickel number 12 bourbon which I reviewed last week with my mom then there was also uh, one surviving half fifth of uh, Herdura Ultra 
reviewed that already too. The only thing left with its uh, its seal still intact around its lovely neck was Axe and Oak Distillery, Pikes Peak, Colorado Mountain Moonshine. Uh, when in when in doubt, y- you go with the classics, and I, I've just been drinking it straight and. Um, you've heard us talk about it before. You've heard us make novelty shots with it. And, you know, I'm, I'm just, I was tasting, tasting it again to see if my impressions deepen. It's amazing. Um, one, the thing that sticks with me is that I'm surprised they made something with such a high proof that still just, you can shoot it without that much pain or you can sip on it. And for, you know, double check. 104 proof. It's a nice balance. And I still swear to this day that when I have my first sip of it after I crack the bottle that I'm tasting a really raw, fiery tequila. I just, that's just my, what my senses are telling me. It's a magnificent drink. Um, I always try to have a fifth, fifth of it around. I give it to friends. Um, it's just one of those unique things. It's not only beautiful to look at, fun to drink, and and easy to buy for its price tag, at least where I get it. And by the way, side note to Gregor, proprietor of downtown Fine Wines and Spirits at the corner of Wasatch and Colorado. Uh, If you ever hear any of these, we got to talk about a discount or something. Done everything but gargle your balls on this show. And I guess that goes for Pike's Peak as well, but that's what I'm drinking tonight. I'm putting one in the air. For you, for all the gamers, for all the heads, and for all the lushes. May you fight long and well. Yeah, 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 that's the stuff. Game of the Week! Hey, what's up? I reviewed that, and uh, I sounded great as usual, but um, uh, y'all came through super tinny, so I'm trying it again on speaker with, um, this time I'm holding y'all closer to what I think is the intake of this Yeti mic. Um, I am Inquisitor Cinnamon Apple Cheese Dick. Would you introduce yourselves? I am Jian, she, he, who thirsts. And? Sorry about that, HP here, your friendly neighborhood, Elbertor. So, um, and uh, Jean, if, th- if this segment works, um, I, I, I ran one on you guys. Can I explain? Yeah. No, uh, uh, what? <laughs> he's, he's playing his game, he's playing his game. Oh, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Our podcast is enough to divert the young prince's attention. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, at least I muted myself for you. It's a super serial game, I guess. I'd like to say I feel honored, but I don't. Um, so, uh, all right. So, so, but actually this segment, um, and John, you still have track of the week. But this is actually, I'm going to... Um, Shanghai you. This is also game of the week. What? Oh. This, this is why I needed HP's undivided attention because he he'd be great at this game, but he has to just quit video games. HP, come on! What are we doing? 
Oh, I'm so- Um, so, uh, first of all, for this game to work, everybody playing and I've, I've, I'm already in compliance needs to have a drink in hand, beer, wine, liquor, doesn't matter. Just ha- has to have a drink. Got a drink. HP? Uh, shit. I got, that work? Go, go, pour, go pour yourself a wine spritzer, girlfriend. Hey, tequila. It's some straight paint there. Dude, I, I cannot believe how bad. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, the difference between uh, this Galaxy A51 and my old Moto. Um, the, the speaker quality on this one is dog shit. Um, if I focus really hard, I can hear what you're saying, but I guarantee you, uh, no one else listening is going to. We're going to try my uh, my game anyway. Dude, uh, and by the way, I can tell by the, the way how carelessly you're handling your mic that y- y'all need to anchor yourself around the speaker hole of Jean's mic. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Yeah, we definitely will want to come to the actual recording. No, the, the, this is it. We're in the actual. Oh, my God. All right. You know what? Uh, you just made me so angry. I have to do this shot. I'm pouring myself another shot while you always pour yourself a shot, okay? Do that. Jesus. I said to put that too. Jean, are you taking your phone and like just have you put it inside a pillowcase and you're just swing, swinging it into walls? Is that that's what it sounds like? Wow, was that was that armpit beatboxing? Hello. We entered a program because these people have created what my dear, dear mother used to mention as motherfucking clusterfuck, you fucking morons. Track of the week. So apologies to Jean. I was all asses and elbows. I'm sorry that game of the, that game of the week did not work. It's my fault. I executed poorly uh, against equipment and blood alcohol content. It was too much for me to overcome. And uh, Jean actually did pick out a track of the week and hopped on Zoom with me later because I can capture audio files cleaner there. But I got so blacked out, I I never found the files. I kept those poor bastards on the line forever, ranting and shit and... There's nothing to show for it. Sorry, Jean. Next time we see you, you're on deck. But, um, so let's talk about the chronic Dr. Dre, which is, of course, you know, uh, boy, just one of the the watershed moments in, in hip-hop. And, and also about Snoop, which was the platform Dre used to turn him into a superstar overnight. And one of the things I keep hearing is, and this is something that 
I can't remember how long ago, but when Dre tapped Snoop to to groom him at, as a rapper, and also the same thing with Marshall Mathers, is that he got them to settle down on the mic. Um, he, you know, he, he, he was definitely taught. I heard that he taught them a little less is more, and just saying, hey. You don't. We're not in a corner cipher anymore. You don't have to be the fastest person and get you know a hundred words in every in every line. Settle down a bit. If that's true, this coaching certainly showed in uh, the the track "Stranded on Death Row." In retrospect, you know a lot of the other tracks of the album, like like uh, Fuck With Dre Day and Everybody Celebrating and, and four, you know, three or four others that kind of define the album. But I've always loved Stranded on Death Row. Why? Because during that verse, Snoop drops, I think, his best verse of the entire album. Everything that made him star material at the time provided with... Dre's supposed coaching seems to have borne fruit in this few special seconds. And why a few seconds? Because it's a crew joint. I think it starts off with a kind of a pretty standard uh, first turn from Corrupt, who was one of the staples of the Dog Pound. Um, then RBX, who I don't care about. Then Lady of Rage, who I don't care about. And um. But then Snoop's verse starts and his charisma, the, the way he stretches his words, his, his drawl, all sort of congeal here. And it would be criminal, I think, to try to snip a bar or two. So we're just going to play his whole verse because by the time... He hypnotizes you with that flow, then pops into that sort of ad-libbed sound song at the end. It's magic. Snoop's best verse on the chronic from Stranded on Death Row right here. Yo, stepping through the fog and creeping through the smog. It's the number one nigga from the hood, doggy dog. Making videos, now I stay in Hollywood. Busting rap for my snaps, now they call me Eastwood. Dre is the doctor and my homie, little nigga. Warren G is my hand and my hands on the trigger. Shooting at the holes with the game that I got sent to death row. Cause I wanted to make a grip from serving my rights. And I'm still serving for mine. Peace to my motherfucking homies doing time in the PNN and the county jail. Mobbing with your blues on mad as hell And you're saying fuck the police And all the homies on the streets is all about peace And it's driving the cops crazy But ain't nothing but a black thing, baby oh, I'm not flagging, but I'm just sagging I bet you don't wanna see the D-O-double-G And you can't see the D-R to the E Oh, my motherfucking homie D-O-C You know you can't fuck with my motherfucking DJ That's my homie and we call him Warren G and you don't stop Doggy dog, break them down with the motherfucking dog pan That's the only way we'll beat them, mate We gotta smoke them, then choke them like the motherfucking Peter, mate It's like three into the two and two into the one cell block four piece, doggy dog Bustin' raps for my snaps, now they call me Eastwood Again, just, yeah, that was, in, in, in many ways, his star turn I know there were other songs that feature more 
He did more bars, but in my opinion, none better than those. Not on that album. Anyway, that was uh, uh, Stranded on Death Row, featuring at the time Snoop Doggy Dog. He still used that whole name right around then. And uh, that that that's it. It's been kind of a jumbled mess of an episode. And you know what? Not every at-bat is going to produce the Grand Slam. We're just grinding, grinding, grinding it out. Um, this has been uh, Inquisitor Cinnamon Apple Cheese Dick of Breakup Gaming Society thanking you for listening and bidding that you fight long and well. See you. <laughs>